you're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschooling Kids Weekly Leader Training, helping you teach your kids the big story of the Bible. On this episode, Karen and I are talking about Unit 33, Session 4, Paul Gave Hope. So this week we are looking at First and Second Thessalonians. Once again, not all of First and Second Thessalonians. That would be way too much to cover, but the kind of the bigger idea survey of those two epistles written by Paul. Big idea here is that we can have hope in Christ's return. So the context here is Paul is writing to the church that's being persecuted. Many are struggling. Uh, Things were difficult. It seemed they were getting worse, and, and they were just troubled deeply within themselves, understandably. And so you have believers who are hurt, they're confused, and they needed encouragement. So Paul wrote them to remind them that no matter how hard things might be, and it is hard, we, we don't want to dismiss the challenges we experience. The pain is real. But his point is we always have hope that one day Christ is returning to make all things new. And when we talk about hope, we mean biblical hope, not the wishful thinking that we often use it in kind of ordinary day-to-day living. You know, I, I hope whatever happens, this is that confident expectation based on what God has revealed. So the hope he has is a fixed, uh, a, 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 a knowledge that God will bring to pass what he has promised. And we can fix our hope on that, find encouragement to even get us through the really, really hard times that we experience. So that's kind of the big idea of this session. Let's turn our attention to any areas needing caution or extra prep time or anything like that. Karen, is there anything that you can think of in the baby's toddler's preschool materials? Yes. So in the baby's session, they are looking at clocks. So you're going to need some lightweight clocks for them to use and, um, or just to hold and make sure they don't have any small pieces. And I mean, I would think even something like a a watch or, um, course, you know, you're watching them to make sure they're not putting that in their mouth or, um, you know, like the little wall clocks that are really lightweight for them to take a look at. Um, but that is something you probably don't just have laying around in the resource room. And then for toddlers, they are making window art. And they're, so they're actually using dry erase markers. So I would encourage you to put smocks on or old shirts and just to monitor them carefully because, you know, those um, probably moms and dads of toddlers understand if they get something on their clothes, but, you know, the dry erase marker really is hard to get out. So definitely want to cover that up. And two, just, you know, not really caution, but just something to acknowledge is that, you know, hope really is an abstract concept. Um, It's difficult Um, you know, maybe to verbalize or understand, um, you know, and you want to just do your best as you're teaching. And hopefully, (laughs) not the full confident hope of Jesus, but hopefully that the activities (laughs) um, will help them understand that a bit more. So a couple of activities in preschool, um, they're making a card of hope, they're looking for pictures that show hope. And, um, you know, we kind of prompt you to say, you know, what would you say or show someone who is sad or scared or lonely, you know, that might make them feel better or make them look ahead to when things are better. And man, Brian, I felt like you just defined hope so well, you know, that it's a confidence. And so I would definitely lean into that um, idea as you're teaching preschoolers that, um, yeah, it's, it's a, a heavier, not really heavy, but like, more abstract concept and yeah. just know we're laying foundations that they're going to build on later on. 
Yeah, Karen, I would piggyback on what you just said. Even going into younger kids and maybe even some older kids, especially if they're new to uh, to the Bible and, and the gospel and so forth, um, keep in mind that part of our task is to create a vocabulary of faith. Mm-hmm. And so while they may not understand the fullness of some of these important terms, we're giving them an opportunity to get acclimated with it. And as they grow and become more understanding of what we're talking about, everything's lined up there for them to make sense of it rather than waiting and missing some of these windows and then having to catch up. So that proactive portion, remember that some of you teaching, especially those youngest of our, of our kids that we're talking about, yeah, your goal not necessarily is not necessarily to have them define hope properly, but to hear, but to hear it, to hear what it is, and and again, file it away and uh, and grow into that vocabulary of faith. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's talk about what we're excited about God potentially doing through this session. Uh, I, I think this is an important and great reminder, of course, that we can always have hope in Jesus. Now, we don't know exactly how and when Jesus will return. A lot of debate about that. We're going to study that in uh, the end of next volume, of course, as we round out this cycle. Uh, we're going to look in Revelation a little bit. And, we, you know, it, it, it's a great uh, mystery, if you will, of exactly how Jesus will return. Uh, nobody knows when except for Jesus, of course, or except for God. But no, we, we have no doubt that he will return. That's the faith. The, the hope is he is returning. And when he does return, he will make all things right again. Now, here's the thing. We have to understand, and, and we don't like thinking about this, but we have to at times, that some of our kids experience injustice and pain right now. And this is a message they need to hear right now. And, and I know I don't like thinking about this either. I know you listening, you don't like thinking about it. Some of you listening, you probably know of certain kids. Yes, this kid is experiencing injustice and pain and needs to hear this, this message of hope. Many of the kids we may not see and understand and, and recognize that they are experiencing it too. We, again, we're just not privy to it. But here's the reality. Even those kids who are not experiencing it right now, we know they will later. It's one of the realities of life. Life is difficult. Um, and if we follow Jesus, he himself promised that we would experience difficulties, persecution even. So what we need to do is present our kids with this hope in them now so they can cling to it. Even if they don't necessarily need it right now, they have it at their disposal when they will need it. And so I think this is a really important session for that purpose, to, to give them this, this tool, if you will, that they either need now or definitely will in the future. Yeah. And along those lines, I just, I feel like a lot of people, I I mean, you know, we're recording during the pandemic, but, um, you know, you could definitely be listening to this after, but, um, you know, during the pandemic, there have been, there's been a lot of loss. And, um, you know, for me, I just lost my dad a few weeks ago. And so, um, you know, this session is just a good reminder that, you know, we we do grieve because this is a sinful, broken world, but we don't grieve, you know, without hope. And, um, I, you know, of course, I've been listening to a lot of sermons lately about that. And um, one of the things that really I remember is, you know, we have to you know, sometimes you're just upset, but sometimes you're upset that you're upset. <laughs> and so really yeah. that's... Um, 
that comes from like not recognizing the reality that life is hard and bad things mm-hmm. are going to happen no matter how much we follow the Lord, um, you know, to expect it. And so then, you know, even though you're sad and we should feel our feelings and we should grieve, we don't grieve as those without hope. We look to the future and um, we know that, you know, in Christ, like I know my dad believing in Christ that I'll see him again um, and that, you know, his body is fully restored. So, Anyway, I just think this is such a good session to remember um, that truth. And again, preparing kids because they are going to deal with loss and suffering, yeah. and we want to prepare them ahead of time. You know, Karen, I'd say this this past year or so, I can't ever remember thinking more about death than I yes. have. Yes, um, Maybe it's the pandemic. I'm 48, so a little bit slow <laughs> in that mid-age kind of thing, crisis thing. You know, I'm doing the math. Hey, I've lived <laughs> half of my life already. Um, and it just, again, death is just pressing all, and, and pain and suffering, not only yeah. death, but I, I, it is so prevalent that I found myself thinking more than I ever have. And it's so easy. I, you know, there are nights I, it's hard for me to go to sleep because I'm just kind of thinking about some of these things, mm-hmm. yeah. weighing it in, on a way. And you're right, Karen, and you've experienced it in a way I haven't, of course, through this season. But, you know, that's what I have to keep forcing myself back to, that hope that I have in Christ, that hope that my loved ones have in Christ, but also that motivator. It's a reminder of why we're here because there are many who don't have this hope. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. So this is, uh, again, um, many of your kids, especially the older kids who may, you know, they can track with what's going on. Mm -hmm. And they may be like us, that maybe they have been thinking about these things a lot more than they may have even let on. And so this could be a great opportunity for you to really give them this encouragement, this reminder um, that, man, yeah, it's hard. Uh, but as Karen, as you, as you shared, we, we deal with this, we grieve, and we think about it not without hope, but with hope. And so really important session this week. All right, let's wrap it up there. I want to thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope that you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the Gospel Project for kids in preschool. And for more helpful resources, visit gospelproject.com.